Welcome back, everybody, to a special episode of Ghost in the Scene. This is a ghost-friendly podcast, Certified Audio Sage. We're uh, turning a new leaf. Actually, welcome to the beginning of what will be the trial of the century. This is, this is going to be something that I believe is going to shatter the precedents that we have here in American law and will make paranormal legal law the de facto in in the court of America. But before I get to there, let me introduce my co-host, Rob Thomas. What's going on, Rob? Hello, Gio. Hello, everyone. X's, Y's, gals, guys, everyone else out there. We are so glad to have you continue to stick with us. I know our episodes can be a little bit further apart nowadays, but it's because we're we're digging down for the real stuff you know we're, we're coming on air mm-hmm. when th- we have the evidence behind us so you know we're working hard we're working hard for for you you're working hard for us we hear you out there as well and i'm just very excited to bring our um evidence t- to light finally absolutely you know it's really hard when you have to actually project to go to the library at night because obviously the doors are locked you can't break and enter but you can pass through a door as a as a spirit right not only that but there are obviously you know like the libraries at alexandria you can do an astral travel there see some of the documents that were burned that are now ghost documents so all of this takes a lot of time all of this takes a lot of research a lot of mental energy and so because of that, we have been releasing at a slower pace. But I think it's like in, in the way that dosage works, where, you know, before we're giving you low dosage but high high number. Now we're giving you high dosage and a, at a lower number. And this is for your safety uh, as well as ours. So, yeah, appreciate you following along and keeping uh, Ghosts in the Scene on the top of the charts because uh, regardless of, of what we do, we have a legacy of, of truth and people that are following the truth. And so uh, I want to shout them out. And of course, you know, in the absence of our, you know, us talking, more things have, have, have come up. And once again, things have become obscured and we now must reveal what has been going on. So um, it's going to be an intense ride. Um, like we said, you know, this is a trial of the century that's going to be happening. And uh, we're going to first discuss about, you know, what people believe is the trial of the century. But what we will say is the beginning of, uh, I get the prelude, really, to what's exactly. really going to happen. I mean, really, it's the most consequential, consequential trial since the Salem witch trials, I'd say. Mm, absolutely. Of our days. And in many, in many different ways. And I think that's an interesting kind of thing to kind of 
to think about because we'll see these sort of themes popping up, but you know, it's themes repeat themselves, but never in the exact same way. Absolutely. And the thing about ghosts in the scene is that we're multidimensional, which means that, you know, we may have stopped broadcasting on your dimension, but hop over to, you know, another dimension. Check us out. We got more episodes over there. You know, hop over to the next one. We got different ones over there. I mean, if you think that, like, you have to go to a Patreon for content, I think you're, you're thinking too small. You're not seeing the larger picture. And I'm not saying this to disparage Patreon and anybody who has a Patreon, but honestly, I mean, if you're a national traveler like Rob and I are, we get new episodes every second. We get a billion new episodes every second that we release. So, I mean, if you think that we're lazy, just hop over to another dimension. You'll find that there is plenty more ghosts in the scene where that came from. And I think that's something to remind everybody that you have the power. And you, you may, may not know how to do it. Go back and listen to an episode of ours. Maybe you'll find out. But uh, let's talk about what's been going on recently, Rob, because things are moving a mile a minute, maybe even faster than a mile a minute. I know whoever coined that must have thought that the speed of light at that time was a mile, a minute. But things are going a lot faster now than a mile. So um, one thing that's going a lot faster, um, airplanes. Airplanes go a lot faster than a mile a minute. I think that's scientifically proven by Ghost in the Scene. Uh, yeah, uh, that's one of the things that we've been researching. You know, we're really broadening our scope. You know, we started off with movies. That kind of naturally dovetailed into politics. And, you know, now we're talking about, like, uh, the mechanical world. We're talking about, you know, physics yes. and the effects of ghosts on physics like do you ever think about how gravity works everyone i, I yeah. i've never seen gravity like physically push something one way or another right but i've been pushed by ghosts i've been pushed by ghosts yeah think about so, that people say see? that that gravity pushes on everybody constantly it's it's a constant force right now who's to say that is not a giant ghost blanket covering the entire earth maybe just a, it's a large ghost sitting on top of all of us with the constant force that it has and let's pray that it is a sleeping ghost and that is why it's constant and if it ever wakes up we might fly off of this earth like you know like a helium balloon so you know we're thankful to that ghost for putting this pressure on us right but people don't think about it that way and now we're starting, like Rob said, to focus on the the physics of it all and how ghosts can interact with that. And that also, in turn, leads to land speed and flying speed. What it takes to be a good pilot, what it takes to, to navigate the skies, right? I mean, there's a thing that I think uh, they call it land blindness. It's basically like we have a natural tendency as as, as you know, mammals or something to return to the earth. And so at when you're flying as a pilot, you almost hypnotize yourself and you want to fly directly into the earth. And so you go into a trance like state. Now people say that's something that happens naturally. 
I think that's a paranormal thing that happens that people want to say is natural, and that is very natural. But they don't want to say that you get possessed by a ghost while you fly, and that's a part of flying. That no one wants to say that. Yeah, right. And I think when you think more broadly, right? When Geo, when you're saying naturally occurring phenomena, like what does it mean by natural? That's such a vague mm. term. It's just it seems like it's just a placeholder for we don't know or it's a ghost. Exactly. Exactly. So these naturally occurring things that happen to every pilot have a hole or have a home in the paranormal. And the idea that there are people that are accessing channeling spirits as a part of their job is a normal thing may be scary to the public because these people are flying like giant spears in the sky that can go thousands of miles an hour, you know, like incredible, incredibly fast. So it's scary, but I think it's the truth. And I think that finally we're getting a cinematic representation of being possessed in flight as, as, a, as a fighter pilot. Um, and it comes in the form of the new Tom Cruise vehicle Top Gun Maverick, and I think it's Top Gun 2 Maverick. This is a sequel to a 1980s movie about a flight academy of like, you know, kind of like alpha male dudes who all are like the best of the best flying. And it's like a competition of who's the best flying guy. I think, Rob, have you seen it? Do you remember any of this? The the original Top yeah. Gun? Or? Yes. Yes. I mean, uh, it is uh clearly a film uh that is hearkening back to this sort of spartan sort of soldier mindset um you know they are all like um having very homoerotic uh episodes with each other and you know you don't need to have like sex for it to be homoerotic right as it, as it's showing and you know i'd say it's probably likely that they're also doing that uh but you know that is i think a you know i i think they're they're very good at kind of opening up the the conversation to these to these other worlds where at one point you know you might be say being shown like that oh this is about men's men. And I mean, that's to me the, the kind of confusing thing about this sort of traditional uh, ideology, or maybe not traditional, but you know, at least in a, the American mm -hmm. mindset, right? Mm -hmm. That, uh, that, you know, men can't touch other men. That's manly. That's not manly. Right. I mean, what's, but what's more manly than two dudes getting it on? And wrestling and you know exactly right? the heat the heat that's just that's them. just men on men that's like that's double the man so that's like pure man yeah that's pure man absolutely i, I think you're 100 right and i think that here's the thing about tom cruise that i think we were discussing a little bit beforehand is that tom has had a career where he has really leaned into you know the death defying acts right at the the stunt work he does all of his own stunts and everything like that and he's been pushing forward like the genre of stunt work and what's possible but whenever he tries a paranormal you know pursuit 
there seems to be, you know, a lot of pushback. People get angry and they don't like it. They call it a flop. And, you know, evidence, the mummy, right? The mummy is a clear evidence that he really went full balls deep into a paranormal, you know, genre. I mean, it was supposed to kick off the whole dark universe. I mean, and look what happened. It killed it, right? And it was his enthusiasm because he did all his own stunts. He became a mummy, right? He, I, I mean, he says he does it all. So, of course, he's doing that too. And now we have this man who has been told by the entire world, hey, we don't want that. You can't do that, right? Now, Maverick, Top Gun, we have even back then, a like, not a murder, but a death. Goose dies. And after Goose dies in the movie, go ahead. Yeah, you're welcome for the spoiler. Everyone. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spoil that. Um, if you guys had, hadn't seen that before. All right. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, as we keep saying on Ghost in the Scene, you know, in order to not be too scared by the ghost when it happens, you want the movie to be spoiled. Yes, exactly. Some it's like blue cheese. People people pay extra for that stuff for when it's spoiled. So you should be paying us. Um, but anyway, so Goose dies, and it was, it's because of his death that Maverick is able to then channel him without even knowing, right, into becoming a better pilot. And, you know, they successfully, you know, defeat whoever was, I think at the time, maybe it was the, the Russians at the time that they were fighting. It's unspecified. But now we have a movie where it's like 30 years later top you know top gun is still doing their thing they're still training you know pilots but maverick is now you know like a space pilot like doing like experimental aircraft space stuff and what does he do in the first 10 minutes of the movie he channels goose he says talk to me goose talk to me now think about that a man that everybody said you can't you can't talk about ghosts you can't talk about the paranormal the first 10 mi minutes of his movie sequel that people have been waiting for 35 years he talks to a ghost he channels him and this kicks off the entire film so yeah i mean and i want to break down because like i think what we could talk about more when i get feedback on the show is the the magic of words you know we do bring this up at time but the, the each each word is this is its own spell mm. and i want to break down right now uh the name goose yes. right you think of it as like you know like a like a bird sort of thing but you know look more deeply into this we got ghost and booze ooze boo yeah. like a ghost what it says so it's a ghost saying boo right you mash them together and you get goose. Goose. Yes. I mean, right there, everybody. If you just, like, this is people who play Wordle. They think that they are, are cracking a code. I think that there are, are deeper codes than just, you know, filling in the blanks. I think combining words and stretching them out like an accordion, just like what Rob just did, proves that goose is a paranormal type bird. Because you can't do that with eagle right you can't do that with, with a toucan but you can't i mean it, 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 toucan actually is kind of like you have two cans with the string in between 
but that's because they're originally used as um, telephones. Well, there you go. I mean, if you watch the documentary, the Flintstones, that they show the, the, the toucan talking. And yeah, I mean, toucans, that's another way of, of covert communication. And so code breaking, you know, maybe get a, a toucan to, you know, look at your crossword puzzle, your wordle. They may have the answer. So, yeah, Maverick talks to Goose, right? Goose's son talks to Goose when he's flying in the sky. So Tom Cruise is obviously, at this point in his career, really trying to get his paranormal, like, bona fides, like, on the ground. And he's doing it in a covert way. You know, he sneaks ghosts into a movie about fighter pilots and about, you know, like, getting older and, you know, Miles Teller being, like, angry at him and stuff. And so think about, like, how the paranormal is now the new taboo that we've gotten to a point where we are st we're having to sneak in paranormal content just to get it through the MPAA and just to get it, you know, through the test. Right. Groups. I mean, and, and not too long ago, we were talking about how the paranormal was making a breakthrough in popular culture. So I think we're already, we're starting to see that backlash. Exactly. Reactionary forces trying to, you know, obscure. We were, you know, we were uncovering this with Google, how they're, you know, not denying it now, but it, it's becoming more obscured. Just buried. And it's buried and buried and buried. And, you know, the issues now is that we are now flooded with disinformation along with information. And so now in order to pick out, it's like a needle in the haystack again. And so we need eagle eyes. We need people that are able to see through all of the clutter and find the nugget of truth. And, you know, we're doing it as, as best as we can. But we have people like Tom Cruise that are now working as like – because they're working – he's working in a machine. He's working within a large mechanical machine. This is why we've been doing physics, everybody. Okay, This is where it really counts. So because he's you know steering this giant ship, they can only make small gradual changes, right? And it will eventually steer the community into a more paranormally friendly area. But it's going to take – these small little subliminal notes, right? Talk to me, goose, right? If you have another ghost dad movie that's not, you know, Bill Cosby anymore, someone, someone else does it, bada bing, baby. Now, now we're talking. Now, now we can get in. And finally, let's talk, uh, let's bring up a little bit about Netflix and what they've done. Because, I mean, we had a pilot about paranormal legals about you know being caught in the ghost dimension an entire season of like basically showing how you can go from being a ghost fear a fearing person to a ghost understanding and loving person right ghost in the season it was you know the ghost in the scene season one was gonna gonna be kind of a guide on how to like come to understand and and love ghost ghosts and what did Netflix do? Right. I, they, they gave us the axe, Joe. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, this was going to be the most groundbreaking, the most forward paranormal content ever to be released anywhere. 
ever. Probably, you know, one of the highest budget shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's not cheap to get a camera crew all the way to, you know, the other dimensions out there exactly. to the ghost world out there. Um, you know, but yet them being Netflix, you know, they fronted the money. We got into the editing room. Mm-hmm. We got our notes. We were ready. We were ready to go. Goldblum was narrating. That's one thing I can give away. He did not sign the NDA. He refused to sign the NDA on principle, okay? Because he knew that we were getting shafted. And so he said, I'm, I'm not signing that. Oh, oh, no, no, oh. And Yeah, he was strictly DA. Right, exactly. So now you can ask him, and he'll tell you, you know, my friends, Rob and Geo, they got screwed by, by big Netflix, and the pilot was fantastic. Neil deGrasse? Right? He's ND, but he's not A, right? So he also did not sign the NDA because he said, I'm just ND. I'm not MDA. No way. I can't sign that. And so Neil deGrasse said, you know, this is some of the most challenging science I've ever seen. He said he, he couldn't comprehend it. He said he, he wanted a master copy. Right. I mean, and we proved that Pluto is a planet. So it, it that's what really threw him off i mean literally i think at one point his shoes flew off of his feet across the room he was so shocked and so when we have the cosine of of two greats like that and then netflix brings down the guillotine on us yeah they're gonna fail okay And, and we didn't put a curse but we believe that there is a curse on them and we're not going to help unless, you know, we, there's an incentive. We, you know, we could have cooperated with them and we could have found the curse. We could have done an investigation and made an entire series about it. Another separate little, you know, companion series. But they refused even that pitch because they don't want to say and admit that they are cursed. So, I mean, we can just kind of rattle off a few things that they have been doing recently. Um they're saying they're going to charge more, right? And nobody knows where these are coming from. These new rules get posted in the middle of the night. No one knows who posts them, right? But it becomes company policy. So they said no more ghosts. And no more ghosts. No more sharing passwords. So, you know, everyone using my password, sorry, you can't use password one, two, three anymore. Mm. Uh, that's they're they're saying no more. That's that's done. And as a result, you know these are other little things, but we think a big chunk of it was from canceling our our series, giving it the boot because there were so many people that were ready to consume that. As soon as it was announced that it was going away, the, you know protests and also just like what's the point? There's right. going to be nothing for me to watch on this. On Netflix anymore if we can't get ghosts in the scene. Just a mass a mass amount of people, you know, had written into Netflix HQ saying that they were going to, you know, unenroll themselves from from the entire app and, and everything because of what they did to us. And uh it's it's burned a lot of bridges. Um, Netflix has officially become a pariah in the streaming society. You know, I mean, we've been getting a lot of people asking us to go onto Paramount Plus, and you know, 
we're, we're in a negotiation. We're talking, we're talking to people, mm-hmm. but you know, I think the issue is that Netflix has a copyright on all of our, uh, you know, our raw data. And so even we're, I mean, we've been trying to get Neil deGrasse's copy that we sent to him. That's the only copy that exists that Netflix doesn't own. So, um, of course, you know, they, his, his security has been uh, provided by Netflix. He doesn't realize this. And they have been uh, playing interference on, on our end. So if anybody knows NDT, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, you know, please ask, you know, send us back that master copy. And, and maybe we can get this pilot back to Paramount or to uh, – is, is Quibi still around? We can get Quib- – Quibi's a ghost platform Quibi's now. a ghost. I mean we could be streaming on the ghost platforms yeah uh appropriately but you know how how are we going to get everyone to channel that i mean yeah. if if you know how to project yourself to, to the ghost of quibi you can probably find our content there yeah right actually now. yeah we will be posting that for sure by the time you mm-hmm. listen to this it will be on quibi on, on the ghost of quibi app so you can find us there the, the entire ep- episode will be the first season the pilot and then once you um subscribe then you can get the rest of the season but yeah, so um, in the mortal world, we're gonna need a little help from Neil deGrasse on on his side. But um, suffice to say, Netflix are um, they're a sinking ship, right? They're going down hard. Um, they took a gamble, but they didn't bet everything, right? They they decided to withdraw their bet in the last moment, and that shakes everyone's confidence. It's not good for anybody, and so um, I think we should finally get to the future of, of what this podcast is, is going to be. Rob, um, as you well know, the trial of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp, uh, the defamation trial, is over. Johnny won. He won in, in this court, in this, in this case. And, you know, I know all of you were very excited for our takes. You thought we'd be giving you wall-to-wall coverage. Um, but we were actually working a little bit more behind the scenes on this one. And obviously anything to do with Johnny, we are stuck right in the middle of it. So you better believe we were there, Mm. but where were we? You know, like if we were there the whole time, then how come you haven't heard a peep from ghost in this scene this, this whole time until after it's over? Well, yeah. X is wise. Everybody, everybody, everybody. We're telling you, we were there. It's just, just like Netflix. You know, it's just that the uh, the script has been handed down from someone mm-hmm. that the paranormal's out. Can't talk about that. Our entire, our entire deposition, Gio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can almost not hardly say this because it's, it's so heartbreaking that our entire deposition was expunged from the yeah. public record. We were there in court every single day, answering questions, proving beyond the shadow of a doubt that Johnny is, in fact, a vampire. A fully-fledged Hollywood vampire. He admits it even a couple times on the stand, and we had the chance to rebut, and we did. But the the issue was that in, in, in the final moments of the entire trial, they struck all of our statements from the record. And then they edited us out of the entire thing. And so all the live coverage, everything that we had of us, and you, and you can imagine, like, how is that possible? 
right? Believe me. They it's can Hollywood, do, baby. Come on. They can do much more than that, okay? That's the beginning of what they could do. So, yes, this is one of those things where you put a lot of hope into the system and you expect that they will, you know, respect your expertise. And when they don't, when they make you go through all the hoops and give you all of this emotional clarity and you want to share that with people and then they they deny that it is so corrupt and and it really was the 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 game changer of the whole case you know a lot of people made fun of amber heard's legal team and her and amber heard herself and you know it without the context of knowing that johnny is a vampire of course they're gonna look like fools exactly when you can't throw in the paranormal as 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 a possibility then okay then like what happens when the lights turned on and off right oh what can you say was that johnny or was that amber no that's a ghost that's an obvious ghost but you can't say that on the stand they don't they 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 make you take it back right and there's bailiffs why do you think the bailiffs are there and they're armed because if you say anything paranormal, they will they will beat you into into submission, right? And they make you swear on a holy Bible, right? Why is the Bible involved mm. in a courtroom mm. at all? You know what what sense does that make? Other than from like I'm saying back from like Salem witch trial, you know they're trying to basically hold up the holy cross and expunge. Mm. any demons out of the courtroom now you'd say wait a minute isn't johnny a vampire yes when that he never touched that bible yeah and here's the other thing um we saw we saw this who was the person eating all the candies during the trial johnny depp what was in those candies we don't know what could have been in those candies human blood sunscreen and, mm-hmm. and like this is the stuff that we were talking about on stand but again mm-hmm. it all gets thrown out like right. it's really obvious stuff say, and yeah, yeah you know it's it's uh, you know we're still going through it now it's like it's hard to to say like what what happened who's who's you know pulling these these levers and at the, the end judge of the day. was was in on it Let's just say I'll, I'll say exactly. it first. The judge was in on it. We, there was plenty of times where they sustained objections to keep us quiet, right? Didn't overrule in in search of the truth. Didn't want the truth, right? Just wanted a nice little bow tied at the end of the case, like everything's nice. There's no open-ended questions, right? I mean, there's a, there's an entire. Let's. I want to break down a couple things because. We will show you our side of of our depositions, but then we wanted we want to get into an entirely new lawsuit that we will be filing against the entire system in order to expose the lies that they made us say or that they said in, in, instead of us telling the truth, right? And we will have Chubatazi, Thomas, and Kruger back in full effect and we will be prosecuting to the full extent of the paranormal legal law 
But before we get there, let's talk about this case a little bit and some of the specifics, because I feel like there's just some really simple paranormal things, some explanations that, you know, since we weren't allowed to say it, then we can say it now. This is our show, right? Um, we have Jim Carrey on our side. So the poop incident. We got to talk about the poop incident. The entire time I was screaming at my screen, it's a ghost. Ghosts can poop as a prank. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's such a, like, non-story, Rob. You know, like, I remember you had a perfect comeback when when, when they, they were asking you on, on the stand. And you just flat out, you showed them up. Because it's they're just it's so in like it's so dumb to think that you know a grown person would would poop on a bed when you can get a ghost to do it. Oh, exactly. I mean, but this is like the the complicated thing about about court, right? You're trying to prove like a really specific point here, and you know you have a defendant, and you have uh, you know an accuser, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, they, they try to make you look like one person's good and one person's bad. And you got to make sure that you reward the good person and not the bad person. But in real life, you know, there is it, it complications. Are we saying that Amber Heard is a perfect person? No. No. No, she has her own demons she's dealing with. I mean, she lived with a goddamn vampire. For many years that's gonna that's gonna mess you up a little and 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 they lived in like 15 haunted houses mm -hmm. every haunted every house he bought was, was haunted so we're talking about possessions as well yeah. now as a vampire without a soul johnny cannot be possessed and that was a very very crucial point that we made on the stand mm. you know and that's again like we're talking about you know, the, the whole trial is about abuse, right? And they they are trying to scrap everything that's like physical abuse because that's that's the point that they said, ha ha, we, we, you don't have that specific piece of paper. Right. Unless you're ghost in the scene and say, well, if you're a vampire, you're, you know, you're biting people. There's your evidence. Right. But, you know, that, that part's thrown out. But obviously there's many different forms of abuse that happen as well. And... Forcing a person to get possessed right. is a horrible part of abuse. But again, like he's able to to kind of remove himself by one step and right. sway you, the court in his favor. You blame the house. Exactly. And and that's the thing the jury didn't understand is that, you know, since none of the houses were proven in the in the court to be haunted because we were not allowed to say that, then they had no reason to to see beyond like the surface and that's what the judge and the the jury were kind of like he was the judge was coercing the jury and so were the lawyers into seeing just the surface right mm -hmm. just just the the very simple like understanding of what like this like abuse could stem from when in reality the possessions the poltergeist throwing of wine on the walls, the writing on the walls. I mean, I, I, it's just like, there's so many paranormal explanations that they just didn't let us say. 
that I think that the explanation says itself. And if the jury was smart enough, they would have, you know, kind of figured it out themselves if they were fans of ours. And so, you know, once again, I'm just fucking Netflix. They really screwed us over with this. You know, this this jury could have been way more paranormally understanding um, before this trial. And also, we have to blame Johnny. We got to blame Johnny for this. This is a depth step. Johnny Depp. Right there, you heard it, right? A little late, but guess what? Um, it's gonna be a depth step for a while. We're, I mean, we're back in it. We they they struck our depositions, and uh, it will not stand. I mean, we submitted every single episode of our podcast, and they listened to every single one. People were, you know, their jaws were literally on the floor. Mm -hmm. as they listen to all of our evidence recorded evidence over the years and this like, is this is hardly our first time yeah and but then they you know in the court they use those little men in black ones and erased everyone's memory mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. will smith came over and let them borrow it from his collection he has a he has a big collection and so yeah we got we got a really bad treatment when it came to to the court of law in the United States of America. And it's no surprise. I just was expecting that, you know, to be brought in as an expert, that we would get treated with a little more dignity and a little more reverence for our expertise. But that's not how it happened. Um, Johnny won because of that. Amber um, is now like tarred and feathered. This is like an equivalent to the Salem witch trials, like you're saying, you know, like the way that Amber has now been thrown to the wolves of the Internet is is, is a sacrificial lamb, possibly. You know, it, it, is it a way of of revenge? Is it comeuppance? Uh, maybe it's a mixture of the two. Right. Who knows? Because we can't forget that. I mean, if we're equating this to like a Salem witch trial, Amber was a water witch in Aquaman. She was able to manipulate water and to make bubbles of air in water in the deep sea. Um, that's some water witchery. So she has um, a history of witchcraft in her as well. Um, so who knows what kind of dark arts she's applying? Uh, we don't know that. And that's this is not a trial against Amber Heard, okay? This is a trial against Johnny Depp. And I think that's a point that's like often missed because – there's so much focus put on her. We forgot that this, in the end, this, this whole trial was about Johnny. Mm. Right. Exactly. And, and again, like we, we can't say that she's a perfect person either. Right. Uh, you know, she's also using some dark arts in a, in a, at times questionable way. And, but it's, you know, is Johnny Depp abusive is really the, the, the point and they were without our testimony they were almost able to switch it you know they're able to almost like switch of who was on what stand exactly and that's where i really take offense to the way that the trial was run um i, I just feel like it was very hard for the jury to get a full picture and so we will be showing you our depositions we will be having um, a full 
like showing of the evidence. Of course, if you have listened to our podcast, you know, we're not going to be showing you all of our podcasts. Just listen to it. That's an evidence already. But our deposition, you know, we were questioned by the lawyers. They were very, very aggressive at times, very combative. And we had to, you know, give as much as we could without uh, provoking a fight, really, to be honest. So um, that will be coming out separate from this episode. But, you know, we want to just say that from here on out, this trial um, is going to be, like I said, the trial of a century. It is going to shake the pillars of the legal community. We will have, you know, judges calling in. Judge Judy has already made um, a, an ask to, to come in and, and commentate. So we will have Judge Joe Brown coming in. Everybody that you know, maybe even some of the Supreme Court judges that are ghosts. Steve Harvey, Judge, he's got a new show, so he's he's accredited. So you know he's in. He's in. Um, but the point is, we're making a huge panel out of this and Gio I believe you're also even traveling to to Europe yes if you can get the international criminal court involved I'm I'm going there for that reason that's that's one of the stops I'm going to be making and uh, of course I I will be conferring with some European ghosts possibly a coven of vampires that um have been willing to speak to me um, in, in a neutral you know hopefully uh, non damaging way for me I, I can meet them without getting bit that's my that that was my uh rider i said you know no biting but um we'll see how that goes but yes so we will be um you know broadcasting this to to the world and you will see the full truth and this is going to be a multiversal event so you know if, if you if it's not live where you are go to another dimension check it out it's live there so we will be going live. We will be showing everybody, you know, the dirty truth that um, Johnny Depp admitted on the stand. That's the one thing they didn't take out, which I think is critical. So if anybody wants to just even have a little quick preview, go and find in the you know trial where Johnny Depp admits to being in a uh, it's a group, an internationally famous musical group called the Hollywood Vampires. And he even says, yeah, I, I was in with the vampires. I think he says something like that. So It's a slip. Exactly. It's very telling. And so he's on tour with the vampires. Um, I think Tour, quotations, you know. Mm -hmm. And tour could be lots of – I mean tour is just them roving around, going to city to city, right? What are they doing? They're definitely thirsty. It's a lot of travel. Travel makes you thirsty. Vampires, when they get thirsty, they get thirsty for something, right? It's not, it's not water. It's a little, a little something else, something a little more bitter. And um, so, yeah, that'll come out. Uh, we will have Alice Cooper on the stand, and uh, it's going to be an event to, you know, to really shake up the world. I'm really looking forward to to working on this with you, Rob. As uh, of course, we're going to be the prosecutors. And uh, the lead prosecutor uh, in this case will be Freddy Krueger. Um, this is going to be the reunion that uh, has eluded Johnny Depp for since the first time he was on film, right? This is going to be um, something that people haven't seen since 1980. I'm not sure when, 1985? We'll say the 1980s. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be huge. I mean, yeah, I mean, so far Krueger is – he took Johnny down – first glance and 
you know, maybe we'll, we'll see if he can do it again. We'll see if it's in him mm -hmm. uh, to go for two for two. Uh, so we're really excited to get this kicked off. That's and, right. you know, we'll see where this court goes because, you know, we believe in, in justice. You know, Johnny's been a big part of our story. But like we said, we're going bigger and bigger. We believe this will be the beginning of putting the entire U.S. criminal court system to trial. Yes. And so get ready. Get, get boned up on your law, on your paranormal legal law. It's a little different. You have to go to, you know, the special um, astral libraries to find these, you know, you know how-to books. But once you get there, you know, bone up and get ready to sit down and eat some popcorn. Get, you know, get situated because this is going to shake, rattle and roll you. And uh, not only you, but the entire paranormal community. So uh, un until next time, um, everybody stay in the damn scene. Stay extreme. You know, it, we are living in extreme times right now, and it can be very difficult. Uh, so go big or go home. You know, you know, stay, stay in the scene, as Gio says, because we're the only way that we can knock this out is together. That's why we're getting this huge panel. Uh, stay studying, stay in the know, because that is your biggest weapon against uh these other forces going out there is is your knowledge and our our determination together absolutely take care everybody and we'll see you next time